You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, as usual, a big shout-out to our listeners live on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and to our viewers on the Fantasy Sports YouTube stream live. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, The Spittin' Statistician. I think we have a live catfish Hunter as well. We're going to have to check in on him throughout the show, but I do know that I got my man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, killing it on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. I got a good show for you on a Friday as we cruise into a summertime fight weekend. We're going to definitely talk about how the money has moved in the last 24 hours for this Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. It moved exactly how I told you what was going to happen. We also, week three, which is a big week in the preseason here in the National Football League, it is known as the dress rehearsal, where we're going to see some actual starters playing. We already saw a couple of very interesting games, a couple of very interesting battles that I want to talk about and get into. We're also going to preview some of the things I'm looking for when it comes to week three. There are jobs that are going to be won and lost based on the games that happen this weekend. As you know, here on the Fantasy freestyle the other thing we've been doing is we've been talking about the running back position in fantasy football a lot this week I gave you my diamonds in the rough I gave you my PPR backs and point per reception leagues that I think are should shoot up draft boards we talked about the Chris Thompson's we talked about the Alvin Kamara's we talked about the boom boom Bilal pow pals today we go on the flip side, though, at the running back position. For every diamond in the rough, there's a Fugazi to forget about. And I'm going to tell you exactly who, is my opinion, is getting overdrafted and overvalued. And it was part of our poll. So you can still get at us if you want this episode. You can call us if you want at 844-843-6879. But you could also follow us on Twitter and answer the polls, okay? We have who will be the most underperforming running back. Options, in my opinion, are Carlos. Hyde. We got Ty Montgomery. We got LGBT rights, LeGarrette Blunt in Philadelphia. Blunt also played last night. So did Wendell Smallwood. We'll talk a little bit about that. If you think it's someone else that is not listed, let us know. We'll take your ideas. And we are here, Chris Pavona. I'm sure you're excited. We are going to this weekend crown the greatest sports movie of all time. If you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle all summer long, you know that we have been getting to this point. And we've got a shocker in my opinion Bavona I don't know if you've seen these polls but we got Rocky we got the Sandlot could Wendy Peppercorn take out Rocky all that and more when we come back dropping stats over beats right here it's the fantasy freestyle I'm your boy Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician it looks like Catfish Hunter is moving so we I right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network come on right back after the break let's go Quarterback to receiver hookups. 
running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats. Bang, as the beat drops in, it's Chris Pavone on the ones and twos, keeping you so hot that we sweat steam right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey, you know, fantasy football drafts are coming fast and furious right here live at Studio 34 and Rock and Riley's here in Midtown Manhattan. Almost every night this week, we have had drafts going on live, and I'm going to be here to hold you down with your draft questions. Hey, Bavona, it sounds like we got a question. Mark from New York has a question. Let's put him on. All right, it sounds like Mark from New York is gone. If he wants to come back in, we can let him know. We'll get him down on the Fantasy Freestyle. Remember, you can holler at me at 844-843-6879. We're going to keep it moving, though, because, listen, there's a lot of stuff. Preseason week three. It is the dress rehearsal, they call it. You're going to see starters playing for probably the entire first half, and that already started last week, okay? Last week, excuse me, yesterday. Yesterday, this Miami-Philadelphia game, I was telling you one of the things I was going to be looking for was Jay Cutler and if he was locked in on Devontae Parker and if he was throwing the ball down the field. I have been talking about this for a while. I think this favors Devontae Parker. There was a caller earlier in the week that was asking about Jarvis Lane. Landry and Devontae Parker, and what do you know, Devontae Parker with a 72-yard catch, and if you see the highlight, this is prototypical Jay Cutler, he's throwing the bomb down the field, and six foot three Devontae Parker just makes a great play over Ronald Darby, who was playing in good man coverage, was on his hip, this is what Devontae Parker can do for the Miami Dolphins and for Jay Cutler, I think this is a great sign for Devontae Parker, that that is is in fact how he might be utilized in year three and that Jay Cutler does in fact want to lock in on him. Remember I told you earlier in the week that Jay Cutler has already called him a faster version of Alshon Jeffrey. I think that is good things for Parker and it could mean you need to pump the brakes on a guy like Jarvis Landry unless of course you are in PPR formats. On the Philadelphia side, remember I told you about this running back room. He was on the pole tonight. Might be one of the Fugazis at the running back position. I'm talking about LeGarrette Blunt. We've been hearing talk that his roster spot is in jeopardy, that he's not in shape, and that Wendell Smallwood, now that he is healthy, could rise up the depth chart in Philly. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, Smallwood had four carries for 28 yards. He was looking good. It bounced outside, broke some tackles on one run. I thought he was impressive. I'm telling you, right now, Wendell Smallwood, is going as RB68 as compared to LeGarrette Blunt's RB28. Now, here's the thing. The Eagles still have yet to really use Darren Sproles this preseason at all. Okay, so here's what I actually fear 
for the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like it could turn into a New England Patriots situation. You got Smallwood. You got LeGarrette Blunt. You got Darren Sproles, okay? I think it could be such a committee that none of these backs are really good. I fade LeGarrette Blunt, but actually the value is probably Wendell Smallwood going at RB68 right now. They like him in Philly. I can see a true running back by committee. The other game that took place last night, it was the Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I told you, going into this game, I told you that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to start Chad Henney and he'll wind up being the starting quarterback for the Jags in week one. Well, Henney, he only looked all right. Now going up against the starters, it's much different than what he was doing going up against backups all season, you know, in the preseason so far. He was 8 of 14. He made a great throw to Allen Robinson, dropped it in the bucket on a deep ball, and that's the kind of ball that Allen Robinson needs. Remember, if you put it in the vicinity of Allen Robinson. But here's the thing. Blake Bortles looked all right in the second half. He went 12 of 16, 125 yards, threw a touchdown as well. It was against backups, but it may cloud the situation to the point where Doug Marone today has not yet named his starting quarterback for the team. I thought that if Henny, a la vodka that is, really had a great game, it would have been locked up and Henny would have been your starter. That apparently is now not the case. But to complicate things today, the owner, Amir Khan, comes out and says that he is open to signing Colin Kaepernick as their quarterback. Excuse me, Amir Khan. I got boxing on the brain. Shad Khan comes out and says that he'd be open to signing Colin Kaepernick, further complicating the issue down there in Jacksonville. I think that's interesting. On the Carolina side of things, I'm looking at Cam Newton. Hashtag all quarterbacks matter. Um... He went 2 of 2 for 21 yards, threw a touchdown. But what I noticed is that, remember, they say they are trying to change the scheme, change the offense a little bit. Remember, they're trying to put an increased value on the health and protection of Cam Newton so that he can make it all the way to maybe the playoffs for the Panthers in MVP form. They're trying to get the ball out a lot quicker. So that's things like targets for Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield who caught a nice little 12-yard gain. That's like quick slant in the red zone to Kelvin Benjamin. That's what we saw. I think we're going to see Far less of these five, seven-step drops having Cam Newton take a pounding back there. He's going to not be throwing it as much down the field. I think he's going to try and get the ball out quick. More West Coast offense, if you will. I think that's bad, necessarily, for Greg Olson. I don't think that's great for Kelvin Benjamin, but it is good for guys in the short game like Christian McCaffrey. It is going to be very interesting to see how the Carolina Panthers scheme offense this season. And remember, this is something I have been saying all summer long. Got Christian McCaffrey and their second-round draft pick, Curtis Samuel, can create mismatches when you come out in the huddle. If you're a defense, you do not know if the line— you're going to wind up with a linebacker on McCaffrey a lot of times. Jonathan Stewart looked good, too. Curtis Samuel— had four targets, too. I'm high on this Carolina Panthers offense. I think they could be good doing some big things. Keep an eye out for them. All right. Now— um, it looks though like Bavona, before we go into what I'm looking for, it looks like we got, uh, it looks like we do have some calls. All right. Mark in New York is back. Let's, um, let's bring him on. What does he got? Hey, Mark, yeah, you there? Hey, hey what's going on, man? Question. You got like the sixth spot yeah. in your line and your, in your draft? Yeah. Six, six. Okay. For the first round. Um, I'm not so sure, but 
who do I go with? If it's either, um, mo- it's most probably going to be either AJ Green, Mike Evans, or LaShawn McCoy. Okay. So I'm thinking that I should narrow it down to just Mike Evans and LaShawn McCoy. Sure, sure. And, and that actually, that's what I was going to tell you. That's the way I would have gone as well, okay? So I like what you're thinking right there, Mark. Here's the thing with AJ Green. I love the skill set of AJ Green, but I'm a little bit worried about the offensive line in Cincinnati and Andy Dalton, okay? The Cincinnati Bengals lost two of their best offensive linemen in the offseason, and I think that means that Andy Dalton is not going to have as much time to throw as he had in years past. A.J. Green is amazing. He's a great player, okay? And I think he does deserve to be a first-round pick. But I would prefer Mike Evans. That team is on the rise. They're putting a lot of weapons around Jameis, and I do think that the addition of Deshaun Jackson will help roll coverage away from Mike Evans. I think if Mike Evans is still available for you in the sixth spot of your draft, you should be happy. You should take Mike Evans, and then you should thank me later. Hey, uh, Bavona, it sounds like we have some other callers on the line as well. We said we got Leo in New York. Leo in New York as well. He's got a question about Bilal Powell and Jonathan Stewart. Let's bring him on air as well. Hey, what's going on, Leo? You're on Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats with a spitting statistician. How you doing? Hey, Dan. How's it going? We're doing all right, Leo. What's your question today? Um, so I was worried about Bilal Powell. He's my RB2. I paired him up with LaShawn McCoy. And I was wondering if Matt Forte still has a role in that offense. What do you think? No, I like Bilal Powell. I like Bilal Powell a lot this year, okay? First of all, Forte is already nursing a hamstring injury. And here's the other thing. Bilal Powell, the New York Jets are going to be atrocious this year. They're going to be behind in games. And that means especially, especially, Leo, if you are in a PPR league setting, I love Bilal Powell. I think he is going under undervalued. I like him as your RB2. I think he's going to actually contend to lead the Jets in receptions this year, especially if you are in a PPR league, I love me some boom, boom, be loud, pow, pow. So I think you're doing good things there. Hey, Bavona, do we have more calls on the line right now here on the Fantasy Freestyle? What do we got? All right, Stephen in Massachusetts, bring it on. It looks like you're talking about Kareem Hunt potentially, huh? Yeah. Uh, hey, what's going on, man? How you I, doing? I just had a question. Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, Kareem Hunt. You think if he go, if he has like a uh, good run game today, you think that uh, he'll be the week one starter, or do you think it's still uh, be like something between like? Uh him and uh, Spencer Ware. Yeah, so I think this is a this is what I was mentioning before. Week three of the preseason is when you got to look at this, and that Kansas City Chiefs running back situation is one to keep an eye on. Kareem Hunt has been zooming up the depth the depth chart and of draft boards. Okay, yes, I do think whatever uh, we're gonna see what the Chiefs do tonight uh, with Kareem with Kareem Hunt and Spencer Ware, and I think regardless, Kareem Hunt will be the Kansas City back in the second half of the season. Even if Ware is the starter right now, I don't think he will be by the time the second half of the season goes. So I like Kareem Hunt. I like him better than Jordan Matthews, which is what I thought the other guy you had. We're going to come back. Fantasy Freestyle. Dane Martinez holding you down. Let's go. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out. Just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app 
FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Don't this make a wanna jump, jump? Don't this make a wanna jump, jump? Welcome back. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Friday right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Chris, I usually say you keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Right now, the phone lines are burning up. They are so hot that they sweat steam. And you can get at me if you want this hour at 844-843-6879. Hey, Chris, it sounds like we got Corey in South Carolina. Is still still there on the Fantasy Freestyle? All right, let's get him on then, man. How you doing, Corey? Hey, what's going on, man? How you feeling, man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing all right. It sounds like you got a wide receiver question. I'm excited, man. Good. Yeah, man, week one. I got got a $5,100 budget left, and I got to pick a wide receiver. Okay. Should I pick Cooper Cup? Um, he's going against Andy, right? Or should I pick Zay Jones, who's going against the Jets, man? Who should I pick, man? Sure, sure. Thanks for the call. Listen, I think I I really like uh, Zay Jones in this in this uh, option. Okay, first of all, Cooper Cup is is. Uh Missing the third preseason game with an injury, okay? And also, Cooper Cup in, in, in Los Angeles with the Rams, you gotta deal with Sammy Watkins to compete for targets. You gotta deal with Robert Woods to compete for targets. You gotta deal with Tavon Austin to compete with targets, okay? In Buffalo, Zay Jones, he's having people move away. He was competing with Sammy Watkins. Not anymore. He was competing with Anquan Bolden. Not anymore. Very briefly, he was competing with Jordan Matthews. But Jordan Matthews has like a cracked sternum and He's week to week. That means Zay Jones, I think, is going to be a Buffalo Bills receiver that leads the team in targets, especially if you're talking DFS for week one against the Jets. And remember, the Jets are doo-doo. Thanks for calling the Fantasy Freestyle, however. Listen. Let's keep it moving, though. The phone lines are still hot. If you want to get out there on on 844-843-6879 and holler at your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician, that's cool. Let me in the interim tell you what I'm looking for in a couple of games this weekend. We talked about Jacksonville and Carolina. I'm looking at that Buffalo game. They're playing Baltimore. I'm looking at the quarterback play. I'm looking at what Ryan Mallett does because, listen, if Joe Flacco still doesn't come back and there's still you know, no real timetable for him, might that be another team interested in Colin Kaepernick? Let me tell you something. Ryan Mallett has been doo-doo. But on the other side, in Buffalo... They're hyping up this kid, Peterman. Okay, Tyrod Taylor has has struggled a little bit in the context of that new Sean McDermott scheme. It could be interesting. I want to see what he does in the dress rehearsal against starters for a full half. Also, we got the Battle of L.A. going on, and you would have never thought that Rams and Chargers in the Battle of L.A. One of the things I want to see, listen, another new coach, this time Sean McVay, out there in Los Angeles, Jared Goff has been okay. And like a lot of the callers are asking, I want to see what all this new talent does. How does Jared Goff work with, you know, Sammy Watkins, with Robert Woods? Does that start to free up a little room maybe for Todd Gurley? We know that defense is going to be good. I think it's going to be even improved over last year because they brought in Wade Phillips to be the defensive coordinator as well. Also, they got an interesting game. Houston Texans are playing the New Orleans Saints. I want to look at two 
running backs that are lower on the depth chart that I think when all is said and done by the end of the year, you're going to need to know about. On Houston, I'm talking about Dante Foreman, okay? This is a rookie out of Texas, and this is a kid I think he can surpass Alfred Blue and really be the number two there in Houston behind Lamar Miller. When it comes to the other side, New Orleans, we're talking about Alvin Kamara, man. Alvin Kamara has looked good in a limited action. The only problem is he's blocked by Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson, so I want to see if there's any specific packages for Kamara or if they try to scheme him the ball in any kind of way. All right, that's what we're talking about. But listen, I also, I need to give you, we've been talking about running backs and a lot of people have been high on people like Kamara all see, all week long. A lot of people have been high on people like Bilal Powell, who we've talked about, but I got to give you some fantasy fugazis at the running back position. This is who you need to forget about. And you can listen to me, whether it's on the YouTube live stream, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or you can listen to my boys on rotoexperts.com, okay? They're giving you the exclusive edge fantasy football package. We've got the King, Scott Angle, inaugural FSWA Hall of Famer. We've got the all-in kid and top ranker, Jake Seeley. We've got, you know, 2015 and 16 award winners, Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. We've got Frank Stanfield. We've got Mike Florio. We have a roster bursting with talent that'll help take you to the title. So just go to Roto Experts. Go to the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package and enter the promo code free radio at checkout. You'll get a special discount. Listen, I've been telling you about the diamonds. I got some fugazis for you, okay? My first fugazi is running back 18. We're going to San Francisco. We're talking about Carlos Hyde. I look for specific things when I talk about my fugazis. And one of the things that I look for is regime change. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch new brain trust out there in San Francisco. I don't think Carlos Hyde is a fit for their scheme, the zone run scheme. I don't think Carlos Hyde is a fit there. I don't think Carlos Hyde has the stamina and the health to last all 16 games. He certainly never has before. So I think he's an injury risk. And Shanahan and Lynch went up and drafted this kid, Joe Williams, okay, out of Utah. And I think Joe Williams, by the end of the year, is going to be the running back you need in San Francisco. So Carlos Hyde going as running back 18, he's going as an RB2 for a team. He's going maybe in the fourth round at 38th overall. I'm telling you, you need to forget about Carlos Hyde for me. He's a fantasy fugazi. Let's keep it moving. I got another fugazi for you, okay? I'm talking about Ty Montgomery. You know why? Ty Montgomery is a converted wide receiver. He's going as RB20 right now, meaning that he's going to be an RB2 for someone. I don't want him to be an RB2 for you. Similar situation. I told you about Joe Williams in San Francisco. The reason here is Jamal Williams in Green Bay. Jamal Williams, rookie out of BYU, I think. He is the guy to own, especially in the back half of the season. With running backs, sometimes rookie running backs come on at the end of the season, and that's what you need in the fantasy playoffs. You need to see who is going to be that back at the end of the year. That's why I'm not worried about Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, He's falling down like RB9 or 10. Go ahead and take Zeke. I don't care how many games he misses. You know what weeks he's not missing right now? Weeks 14, 15, and 16. That's the fantasy playoffs, okay? But in Green Bay, I think it's going to be Jamal Williams. In San Francisco, I think it's going to be uh, Joe Williams, okay? Here's another one. Same kind of narrative. My man LGBT rights, LeGarrette Blunt. He's going as RB26 right now. He's going 64th overall in like the back end of the fifth round or in the sixth round, depending on the size of your league. We talked about this before. Wendell Smallwood is pushing now to potentially get work with the ones of Philadelphia. Okay, LeGarrette Blunt has not impressed. And here's the thing. 
He's going to regress from what he did last year. He's not going to have 18 touchdowns again like he did last year. Here's the other part. He had 299 carries last year. That was second most in the NFL behind only Zeke Elliott. All right. I think there is some regression here. I think the Pats knew how to use them and they picked their spots. This Philadelphia running back room could be a committee, and I think it's going to look very interesting. I would wait and see. I don't think the safeness is there for LeGarrette Blunt in, the, in what you need at RB26. Is he going as, depending on the size of your league, if you're in a 14 team league, that's, you know, all down to the first 28 running backs. LeGarrette Blunt is not an RB2 in this format because that is going to be a wide open committee down in Philadelphia. Here's the other guy I want to give you. Running back six right now is exotic smash mouth down in uh, Tennessee, DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray is going at the back end of the first round of drafts. He's at number 11 overall. I like DeMarco Murray. I think DeMarco Murray is a good back. I like what they're doing in Tennessee. I think Tennessee could win the AFC South. However, I don't think DeMarco Murray should be in the first round. I don't think DeMarco Murray is a mid-RB1. I think he's a little bit lower than that. And okay, and unless you can get him in the second round, I say do not have DeMarco Murray on your team. And here's why. One. He was third in the NFL with 293 carries last year. He doesn't do that a lot, okay? Remember, DeMarco Murray for years was a guy who was plagued with that injury-prone tag, okay? This is the second most carries of his career. Here's the other thing. I think in Marcus Mariota in year three, I think they're going to take... I think they're going to take the shackles, the handcuffs, the training wheels off a little bit. Remember, they brought in Eric Decker. They brought in Corey Davis. And also, Derrick Henry... Derrick Henry, I think, is going to take away some of the wear and tear on DeMarco Murray this year, and that means less production for Murray. Last year, like I said, Murray had 293 carries. Derrick Henry had 110 carries. That's basically a 70-30 split. What if it's still DeMarco Murray, right? But instead of a 70-30 split, it's more like a 60-40 split. That takes away valuable production, and that is what makes him not necessarily a first-round pick this year in my opinion. I also think Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans are going to put the ball up a little bit more this year because they have the weapons to do so. Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker, Eric Decker, and the rookie Corey Davis. Right now, though, we got a poll question, like I said, on Twitter. Who do you think is going to be the most fantasy fugazi, right? We got Carlos Hyde at 11%, Ty Montgomery at 33%. Right now, half of you, 50% say LeGarrette Blunt. A lot of other people chiming in on Twitter. Twitter. Jeremy on Twitter says Gordon. I can assume that's Melvin Gordon. I don't know. He might be one of the actual true workhorse backs left in Los Angeles for the Chargers. You know, there's not many. There's Gordon. There's Bell. There's Johnson. There's not too many. There's Zeke Elliott. Maybe Shady McCoy. Not many workhorse backs, okay? W69 on Twitter, at W69, says Marshawn Lynch will underperform his ADP. That's interesting. We don't know much, how much of the load Marshawn Lynch can carry. Right there, Plank Melody on Twitter. Holler at your boy. He says Lamar Miller and Duke Johnson. Okay. okay. We also got Lamar Miller and Marshawn Lynch. A lot of people say Lamar Miller. Then when I gave my diamonds in the rough earlier in the week, some people said Lamar Miller. All that speaks to is to go with your gut when you're drafting this week and you need your running back Go with who you like, who you can ride with. Everybody has their own opinion.
when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle dropping stats over beats. We're going to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. Will it be Rocky? Will it be The Sandlot? They have beaten 64 other movies in our bracket tournament, and we got a surprise brewing in the championship. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. Come on right back, dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And big shout out to those guys and gals listening live on TuneIn Radio, on iHeartRadio, or watching live on the Fantasy Sports YouTube stream. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Friday. And yo, we got a lot of people on the phone lines. A lot of people are getting ready for their fantasy drafts. And we're going to keep it moving. If you want to holler at me, you can at 844-843. 6879. We got another call. Looks like Trey in Columbia, South Carolina. Let's bring him on. Fantasy Freestyle. Hey, Trey, we're dropping stats over beats. You're on with Speeds the Spitting Statistician. How you doing? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. What's your question? Sounds like you got some quarterback issues, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have two questions. My first question is uh, who should I choose between Marcus Mariota and Cam Newton? And my second question is uh, if Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey are both uh, going in the third round, who are the best available running backs I should be looking at um, in the third round? Sure, sure, sure. So we'll go one at a time, right? First, with your quarterback question. And I got to tell you, man, I really like what you're doing. I like the... uh should I say, I like the breeding grounds that you're hunting in, Trey, okay? Because if you listen to the show, one of the things I've said is wait on quarterback. You don't want to spend up and use the draft capital that it would take to get Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, you know, even a guy like, uh, you know, Russell Wilson up there. So I like the two quarterbacks you've mentioned, okay? Right now, Cam Newton is going as QB9. He's going 76 overall. And Mariota is going as QB11, 78th overall. I think that's the kind of ground you need to uh, hunt in, okay? So, to be honest, if I were you, two things. I recommend you waiting on quarterback and being like one of the last people. Okay, so it depends which one falls to you. I like them both, and then if you pair it up later on in the draft with a guy like Matthew Stafford or Phillip Rivers, I really like that strategy. To answer your question, however, I would take Cam over Mariota, and here's why. I think, excuse me, I would take Mariota over Cam, and here's why. In Carolina, they're going to a new scheme, and they're trying to limit the potential of Cam Newton in the rushing game. And a lot of what Cam did was he was the goal line back for the Carolina Panthers. They're going to take that away. They're moving this scheme. I think they're going to try and dink and dunk a little bit more. And that without that running power that Cam Newton had, and that was some good production for his fantasy owners, that not being there anymore is a little bit of a blow. Mariota, on the other hand, I think they're going to let him throw the ball 
all more. I think Exotic Smash Mouth down in Tennessee is going to downshift just a little bit, and they're going to trust Mariota to throw the ball a little bit more. So that's why I like Mariota slightly over Cam, but I would wait, and whichever one falls to you is okay. Your second question, you talked about running backs in the third round. Okay, so when you're talking, I'm going to assume maybe you have like a 12-team league. So I'm talking about running backs that are overall between 24 and 35. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. I love Dalvin Cook this year. I think he is a legit high-end RB2 that is going right now as RB16. I think he is better than that. I love Dalvin Cook. I think he is going to be a three-down back for the Minnesota Vikings. Latavius Murray is not going to eat into his share. Okay. On the other side, though, in Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, listen, I love the skill set. I love Christian McCaffrey, but I think he might be a better real-life NFL player than a fantasy football player, at least in year one. I think he's going to allow the Carolina Panthers to do a lot of new things on offense, and I think it's great for the Panthers, but given those two guys, I'm going with Dalvin Cook in the third round as a running back. You can get there, okay? If there's other options out there, for example, another guy I like in that range that um, may fall there is Isaiah Crowell. If he's there, if you got McCaffrey and uh, Cook gone, I like Isaiah Crowell in that spot as well if he's still there behind an improving offensive line of the Cleveland Browns. All right, Chris, we got to get to it, man. It is time to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. If you're new to the Fantasy Freestyle, we've been putting polls up on Twitter all summer long. We had 16 movies in the basketball region, in a baseball region, in a football region, and in a wild card region. We had the final four. The final four was Varsity Blues, Rocky, White Men Can't Jump, and The Sandlot. We now have reached our championship matchup. It is The Sandlot, Wendy Peppercorn, The Beast, The Great Bambino, You're Killing Me Smalls, going up against Rocky, which did in fact win the Oscar for Best Picture in 1976 has spawned such a long franchise all the way to Rocky Balboa and Creed. I gotta tell you though, after Rocky 4, I don't know if any of those movies were that good. So I want to know, do you really get points for that many sequels? It's like the Fast and the Furious. Do you really get points for putting on piss poor movies? I don't know. But Our man Chris Pavona has been into this all summer long. We're finally at the championship. Chris, who are you voting between Rocky and The Sandlot as the greatest sports movie of all time? You know here on the Fantasy Sports Network, on some of our commercials, we even use a line from The Sandlot. You know, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Which movie will be the legend that is crowned the greatest sports movie of all time right here on the Fantasy Freestyle? What do you think, Chris? Dane, I can't start this conversation with you until I start my music here. And that's how I'm starting it. Okay. Fra- All right, first off, dun, what's dun, this from? Dun. This is oh, wrong song. Ah. This is Rocky. This is from this is from Rocky Four. Okay. And this is the war theme. Oh, is this like what he's like working in like no, in, in, in This is not the training. Siberia montage. training, like carrying in the logs no. and stuff? No. This is, is the fight. Oh, this okay. is Rocky versus Drago. Nice. And you know what? If he dies, he dies. dies. But this is how I am looking at this matchup. Okay. I am looking at Ivan Drago being the Rocky Balboa, being Rocky, the the, the one that everyone thinks just should win and dominate. But but Dane, what Rocky ba- Rocky? Right now, the part of Rocky in is, Rocky Four is being played by right Benny now the is Jet being Rodriguez. played by being Benny the Jet by Yeah Yeah 
by uh, by squids. I know by you're killing me, small. By smalls. I know these guys. They're coming out and they're coming out with fire. Listen, listen. What what Chris is mentioning right now. If you don't see it on Twitter, if you've been following this tournament for the entire time, you know, last week everybody, my man Howie Balaban said Rocky is going to win in a runaway. I know people on Twitter that have been out there saying Rocky's going to take it all right now. With we have. 51 to 49 on Twitter. 51% of the vote is going with, like you said, yeah, yeah, and Smalls and Benny the Jet. They're going with the Sandlot right now. If you want, at FNTSY Radio, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. We are going to keep this poll up, though, Chris. We're going to keep this poll up all weekend long. It is an extended voting block. But right now, in what has to be labeled as an upset in the championship right now, the Sandlot has a narrow, narrow lead over Rocky. Right now, it is 51-49. to 49. Go out and make your voice Heard, Chris, this is astonishing. A potential upset in the championship, huh? I mean, listen, we were, I think it was just us talking about how much of a juggernaut Rocky really is. We thought is, so, yeah, we thought. Maybe we might have jinxed it. We might have. We have all weekend. I did make my vote for Rocky, and it's nothing against the Sandlot. Let me tell you something. I would be so stoked if the Sandlot ended up being considered the greatest movie of all time, according to Fantasy Freestyle. I would be stoked with that for the sheer fact that I just love seeing the underdog. That's why I love Rocky. That's why I love Rocky 2 and 3 and 4. That's why I love it. I love that story. And this could be the story I hear of you, the Chris. Fantasy Sports, Fantasy Freestyle, I, sports movie of all time. Right. You're absolutely right. Right now, and it is kind of interesting. We got a 51-49 lead for the Sandlot, but... It is still early. We are going to have this poll open all weekend long. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Retweet it yourself if you're out there because it is very close. When we come back on Monday, we'll let you know what the final results are. But find it at FNTSY Radio on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. Retweet it to your friends. Lobby because this one is going to be close. But, Chris, I ask you. Does this underdog story in boxing and in this movie matchup mean that there is potential for the big underdog in a real, real quote-unquote boxing match this Saturday night in the desert? Does that mean Conor McGregor can capitalize on this underdog momentum and win tomorrow night? Let me tell you something. I've been telling you how to make the money on the fight. I've been saying it on the DFS lineup lock show that you can catch on Dish Network TV, channel 266 as well. Tony Sincata and I, I said it earlier this week as well. I think that what you need to do, is, right now Floyd is up to like, is at like plus 550. There were multiple million dollar bets that came in on Floyd Mayweather in the last 24 hours. Celebrities are descending now on Vegas, are getting there for the fight. This is the last business day, so you can't wire funds anymore. And it has moved the line. There have been multiple seven-figure bets on Floyd Money Mayweather. I told you, empty your 4-on-1K. Use your rent money to bet on Floyd. What I'm also doing is I'm parlaying Floyd Mayweather with other big favorites. I said on the DFS lineup lock show tonight, the Arizona uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are minus 240. The Los Angeles Dodgers are at home, minus 200. I'm parlaying those guys. You also, if you want to do it on Saturday, the day of the fight, you've got the start of college football. You got South Florida, number 19 in the country, playing against San Diego State. That's going to be a big money line favorite if you want to parlay it with Floyd. You want to do a little three-team teaser? Take that 
and Stanford, the number uh, the number 14 team in the country, playing against Rice. Get a little three-team parlay, knock down the odds on Floyd Mayweather, but do what you got to do. They had the weigh-in a little bit earlier on, live in Vegas, and I'm telling you, the way to bet this is Floyd Money Mayweather. I don't know. Will he ride the underdog flavor of the Sandlot, though, Chris? What do you think about this fight tomorrow night? Oh, God. I, I said it. It's going to be one of the – it's going to be boring. It's going to be a boring fight. I, I'm still going to go with Floyd Mayweather. I don't want him to win, but I, I, I just can't make that bet. Yeah, I absolutely can. agree. You gotta, you gotta go with Floyd. I agree. It will be disappointing. Okay, Floyd is gonna put on a technical show, and Conor McGregor, like I said before, this is the main point. He's never gone this long. Okay, MMA fights are twenty-five minutes max. Okay, I think he's gonna gas out. That's the only reason I don't like Floyd by decision, because I know Floyd doesn't knock out anybody. But maybe Conor just gets so dead tired that we have a stoppage later on. We'll, we'll see. But we'll be talking about it Monday, one way or the other. Come on, right back. Fantasy Freestyle, Speeds is Fitting Statistician. Come on right back. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And as usual, big shout out to all of our live listeners, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and all of our newest viewers right there on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream. Got a lot of people calling in at 844-843-6879. We appreciate your callers, especially as we get closer to fantasy football drafts and the fantasy football season. Your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds and Spitting Statistician, will be holding you down next week. We're going to go into the wide receiver position, though, okay? We talked a little bit about our running backs this week and our quarterbacks. We're going to go into the wide receivers. Listen, you know about Odell Beckham. You know about Mike Evans. You know about Antonio Brown. But we'll give you those diamonds in the rough and those fugazis to forget about. I do want to mention one last story before we cruise into the weekend. Another champion will be crowned this weekend, besides just the greatest sports movie of all time, as, as per Fantasy Freestyle. The Little League World Series is going to crown their champion. Right now, left in the U.S. bracket is uh, Texas and North Carolina. And in the international bracket is Mexico versus Japan. They'll battle on Saturday with the championship on Sunday. I want to give a big shout-out to all those kids and everybody who likes it. And almost what is like the purest form of sportsmanship. I always love seeing the Little League World Series. But I would be remiss. I wanted to mention... I did. I read an article recently about something called Girls Travel Baseball, GTB, and I just want to give uh, some shine and some props out to GTB. This is a team that was put together by Robert Saban and Josh Devinney. They both had uh, daughters who were playing on teams with boys, but they are putting together this like AAU competitive all-girls baseball team. They are not playing softball. They are playing baseball, and they're entering tournaments and doing well against the boys. I want to give a big shout-out to GTB Girls Baseball. They now have 42 players. They have a... um 
an 11 and under team, a 13 and under team. They got a 15 and under team. They're named the prime team, the young guns. And these are girls from all across the country that are playing on regular boys little league teams, but then come together as an AAU squad to travel in the summertime. Like The finances are tough to get these girls from all around the country. The travel is tough. They don't have much practice time together. But I read an article featuring them. I followed them at GTB Girls Travel Baseball. I think it's very interesting. Keep tabs on them. I want to tip our cap here at the Fantasy Freestyle to GTB Girls Travel Baseball. And then good luck to the teams from North Carolina in Greenville, from Texas, from Mexico, and from Japan this weekend as they compete to win the Little League World Series. But you can't have DFS for that, right? There's no daily fantasy for that. Who knows? We also, we've got poll questions that I want to talk about. Again, remember, Right now, a little bit less, 49% of you say LeGarrette Blunt is the uh, fantasy running back who will be a Fugazi this year. Remember, Wendell Smallwood could be competing for that job. 32% of you say Ty Montgomery. I agree with that. I like Jamal Williams to be the Packers back to own. 12% say Carlos Hyde. I think Joe Williams is the back to own. We got a lot of people also commenting. Uh, Someone else retweeted the poll and said that Leonard Fournette will be a fantasy fugazi for him this year. And then we are crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. And right now it is holding firm the Sandlot with a slim lead on Rocky to be voted by Fantasy Freestyle as the greatest sports movie of all time. When we come back on Monday, we're going to crown the champ. We're also going to have a lot to react to by what happened in the desert on Saturday. I'm telling you. Empty the 401k on Floyd Money Mayweather to win. People are descending on Vegas and changing the lines, putting seven-figure bets on Money Mayweather. I'm telling you, that is the way it is going to go. Conor McGregor has already won just by getting this fight, getting this fame, and getting the paycheck that goes along with it. Thanks to everybody who tweeted, who called in, who's commenting, who's following us at FNTSY Radio, on the YouTube stream, on Fantasy Sports Network, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and follow me at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter as well. It is a big fight weekend here in the middle of the summer. Come on back. I'll see you Monday. Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Peace.